Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we have a New Year's message from January of 2023, straight from the heart of Pastor Jim Harris and, of course, from Scripture. He acknowledges the cultural decline in the world and outlines six woes that will result from that decline. These woes are described in Isaiah chapter 5. Pastor also tells us of the scriptures we need to know as believers to avoid the pitfalls of this sad world. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, When the World is Upside Down. I believe it was somewhere around 30 years ago that uh, had some things kind of burning a hole in my heart and it was the beginning of the year, and I decided to preach a New Year sermon. And then I kept doing it, and it has become um, some years a joyful tradition, some years like a burden. Uh, what am I going to say? Um, some years, oh, what am I going to cut out from the 50 things that I want to say? It's always a bit of an adventure, but we're going to do it again this year. Amazing how we'll change a number on a calendar and think that something has changed when it really hasn't. But I, I love to help people get a, a perspective on things that um, we are one local church, one fellowship, a delightful fellowship of, of God's people. By the way, in this calendar year, we're going to turn 20. Heritage Bible Church will have its 20th anniversary this fall, so figure out what kind of cake you're going to make for that. But let's, uh, uh, let's keep this perspective and understand we are part of something way bigger than us. We have brothers and sisters in Christ all around the world in fellowships like this or similar to this. We are part of something that is way older than us. This has been going on for nearly 2,000 years. And so it, it is a... It, it is a, a at least short-sighted thing, I'm tempted to say a sinful thing for people to want to get away from all of the traditions. That'd be like saying, oh, don't invite grandma this year to Thanksgiving. I mean, you know, that's not our generation. She's not cool. We don't want to have a perspective like that. So let's start with a cliche, shall we? Last year was unprecedented. Well, they all are, if you think about it. Um, we do know that we are closer than ever to the rapture, and that's a good thing. Um, more than ever, we know that around the world, the table is set for the circumstances that will bring the Antichrist to world power after God removes His church from the world. That, too, is a good thing because it is the unfolding of God's plan we have in these last couple of years seen God use an overblown reaction to a virus 
as a test case to show how the entire population of the planet can be manipulated and made to kowtow, to, to panic, and to give up freedom out of fear. I think it's easier than ever for us to, uh, to see plausibly how the, the great deception mentioned in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 can occur. Now on that front, uh, I have to say 2022 was less of a debacle than 2020 and uh, 2021. But all the bad things about the, the powers of ungodly governments and unsaved people in crucial positions of authority, all those things continue to simmer. And there will come the day that the heat will be turned back up and they will come back and it'll be just as bad as it was, only worse. In 2022, in our country, we did see some very significant things unfold. In the U.S., Christians and many others rejoiced when the Supreme Court overturned one of its worst ever decisions, the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision, in which the Supreme Court made up something that is not in the Constitution and supposedly found this right to abortion. Um, now the now that that has been repealed, and that was the right thing to do because it was a wrong decision on the wrong basis and it was totally anti-God. But now that the, that decision has been overturned and this alleged right to exterminate unborn children is now passed down state by state. And so where people stand is becoming more and more obvious. There are fewer places to hide on that subject. And the battle, I would say, is more intense now than it was before Roe v. Wade was overturned. We now have a, a president who is dead set on not even pretending that he has a different agenda. He wants to make sure there are as many abortions as possible in the United States and that you and I are forced to pay for some of them with our taxes. That is a terrible position to hold in the sight of God who knows all about it. Uh, by the way, the mayor of Boise is of exactly the same ilk. Uh, so it's not just, you know, long, long ago in a galaxy far, far away called Washington, D.C. This is here. This is now. There's a battle going on for people who want to demand the right to exterminate unborn children. Our first granddaughter is due to be born. Can you even fathom the idea of snuffing out that life? There's always a a devastating thing, not only to the one that dies, but those who make the decisions. And it becomes a gospel opportunity to minister to people who have passed through those horrible waters. Well, fueled by what they perceive as an ominous thing in the overturning of Roe versus Wade, the anti-God folks in our country have rushed to create a law that codifies another abominable Supreme Court ruling, the Obergefell decision from 2015, which uh, again created out of nothing an imagined right that um, so-called same-sex marriage is okay and legal, and there's a right to it. Again, our president belies his claim to be a devout, God-fearing Roman Catholic. He's throwing all of his power behind anti-God, anti-reality policies. What a great day to live as an ambassador of the kingdom of heaven. It's easier for the light to be seen when the backdrop is darker and darker. These are the days that God has granted to us to represent Him here. 
Well, the result of that plan was this horribly titled Respect for, for Marriage Act, which completely disrespects marriage and makes up something that is fantasy in its place. It's even worse than the Obergefell versus Hodges court decision because the new law goes farther than that, than that Supreme Court decision did, and it paves the way to legal attacks for criminal prosecution against any individual or group or church which holds to the definition of marriage as one man and one woman. And I don't know if you know, in the process of that, there were uh, a number of proposed amendments to that law to guarantee that people would not be prosecuted for standing on their religious conviction, and they refused to even hear those amendments. They're coming for us. This is the best time ever to be a representative of the kingdom of God and let your light shine, because the darker the background, the easier it is to show the light. You know, you can call other things marriage if you want to. You can make them legal if you want to. You just can't make them into reality. The same thing applies to the, uh, the stuff going on about transgenderism. Uh, changing labels doesn't change reality. Now, gender dysphoria, it is a thing. There are confused people. And there's a, a slew of sources in our world seeking to fan the flames of that confusion and get more and more kids uh, involved with it. But the answer to those things is not um, body-altering drugs and surgery. It's Jesus Christ. That's the answer. I read a satirical headline this week that a bicyclist now identifies as a motorcyclist and is winning every race in record times. Now we laugh at that because that is patently absurd and that's exactly the same logic as a man claiming to be a woman or a woman claiming to be a man. Feelings cannot change reality. We need to align with reality. Well, also a a year ago, we didn't picture... Ukraine being invaded and a war going on for so far 10 months. And we didn't picture all the ripples that, would, that that thing would cause across the globe as it drones on. Uh, for my part, I, I did my best impression of the Apostle Paul being lowered over the wall out of Damascus when Jenny Myers whisked me out of Tombov and home from Russia the day after the war broke out and got home about a week ahead of schedule. The geopolitical waves are still impacting the whole world. Our economy is largely affected by what's going on over there. That unprovoked act of aggression by a wicked dictator has cost thousands of lives, ruined cities, and disrupted not just those people attacked, but international commerce and relations. And it's also changed the course of many ministries. Um, I don't think anyone had plans at New Year last year for changing the entire emphasis of their church's ministry to humanitarian help and evangelism to refugees, but heroic believers in that part of the world have done just that. And through it all, God is building His church. There have been whole new churches planted among people who have come to Christ since having been bombed out of their house and their city. 
in Ukraine. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.